Welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network, coming to you from the TeacherCast studios since 2011. Join us each week as we bring you the latest educational news, ed tech updates, and hottest interviews with today's most influential leaders in education. And now, for your host, Jeff Bradbury. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today and making TeacherCast your home for professional development. This is Ask the Tech Coach podcast, episode number 66. Today, we're going to be asking the question that's on everybody's mind when it comes to professional development. Are you including your teachers in their learning process? It is a great topic and one that we're going to be deep diving in today. But first, we want to welcome everybody to the show. This is the podcast for instructional technology coaches. If you are a tech coach or somebody in the professional development field, this is the podcast for you. There's, of course, several great ways that you can reach out and be a part of this and all of our shows. You can find all of our tech coaching resources over on askthetechcoach.com and check out over 60 different podcasts and blog posts. And don't forget to stop on our website to check out all the great free templates. That's over at askthetechcoach.com askthetechcoach.com. Hope you guys are having a great school year. We are in the middle of a fantastic month of digital learning, talking all about our EdTech integration plans. Of course, it was the topic this week for our TeacherCast Tech Coaches Mastermind program. We had a great time with all of our tech coaches talking about how to set up our instructional plans, how to build it off of our strategic plans. And of course, if you're looking for more information about that, you can check out episodes number 64 and 65 in our Tech Coach archives. We would love to have you guys be a subscriber to this very podcast. But today we're talking about that next step, that next thing that we're going to be looking at when it comes to building digital learning in our school. The concept here, my friends, is simple. Are we including our teachers in this professional roadmap? Are we sitting down with them or a group of them, I should say, and really telling them what the vision is for professional learning. Are we including them in what is going on? Or do you just set up a, v- a variety of professional development days throughout the year and say, show up, learn, and then get back to class the next day? I have this belief that it is really important that our teachers know why we're doing things and when we're doing things. So they will, that, that way they will know what they can then take back into the classroom. So today we're going to look at five different things that we can do to include our teachers. If you have any ideas, we would love to hear from you. You can, of course, tweet at us over at Ask the Tech Coach or head on over to teachercast.net slash contact and let us know what your district is doing. Now, the first thing I always think about when I'm asking my teacher's advice are surveys. How many of you guys do surveys? Take a moment, raise your hand, whether you're driving or whether you're at home tonight. Surveys. Surveys could be anything, right? Surveys could be formal surveys. Surveys could be informal surveys, right? Formal, of course, could be something like a Google form where you're asking teachers specifically what your name, what grade, what subject area to get some information, to get some data flowing, right? To get some information on who these people are that you're providing the PD to. And of course, informal would be surveys that you don't ask the specific details, you know, just an anonymous survey. Uh, Myself, all the time I do surveys for my teachers. I I tend to use Google Forms. I think it's an easy way. And it also, I love the fact that it spits everything out into a spreadsheet, makes it real easy for me. 
Um, but there's also other ways of using teacher surveys, right? Um, I have seen school districts, I'm not kidding, I've seen school districts use applications like Kahoot. You're building a game, you're asking questions, but you're asking leading questions and you're trying to see where teachers are with their professional learning. So you might ask a question about, you know, hey, what's the best app to use X, Y, and Z for? And you see using the Kahoot game where most of the people are thinking when it comes to using applications for this digital process. Surveys are really important because not only does it provide the detail and the decision-making tools that your school district needs, but it also is an easy and quick way of doing this. I've seen surveys work extremely well. For instance, uh, a couple years ago when we created our tech integration survey for digital learning, we carved out five minutes of time. That's all it took, five minutes of time on our Monday faculty meeting. Principal got up and said, everybody, please use this link and take this brief survey. And, and in five or 10 minutes, everybody got the answers in and everything was done. We had the data right away. I've also seen... Google form surveys and other, you know, informal inquiries like this not be used well. I've seen it where the tech coach emails the staff and we all know what happens there, right? If, an e if a tech coach emails an entire staff of, you know, 60 to 90 to 100 and some teachers, how many teachers are actually going to take the time? You'd be surprised. It's somewhere between 5 and 11% on that first run through actually take the time to take the survey, no matter how big, no matter how small, no matter how easy it is. The best way to do a survey when it comes to digital learning, my friends, is get your principals involved. Get your administrators involved. Have the emails come from them. Do it at a faculty meeting. It's a quick five minutes, and it is going to help you get the information that you need when you need it. So getting your teachers involved is important. Using this teacher surveys, Google Forms, Kahoot, whatever else you want to use, certainly good. Another way to figure out how to get your teachers involved is through newsletters. Now, I've talked about newsletters a lot on this podcast. You can certainly go back in the archives over at over at uh, askthetechcoach.com and find out all of our great shows and stuff on newsletters and how to build newsletters. But when it comes to newsletters, I'm looking at this again from the data point of view. You see, if you create a newsletter and you link everything back to your website, you now know what topics are interesting to your teachers. You now know how long people are reading the information. If you just send an email out with a bunch of links to a variety of blog posts, you have no way of tracking that. But if you strategically put your newsletters together with you know, uh, how-tos, a, a few videos, maybe an article or two, and you link everything to, say, a Google site or a s'more, you now know how your teachers are looking at their learning. And then you can start to plan and build from there. For instance, if you do a, a newsletter and you notice that on today's newsletter, everybody's clicking on Google Sites as a topic or how-to, well, maybe that's a good indication that your teachers are looking to learn how to use Google Sites and they're interested in figuring out how to improve their websites or use it as a tool in the classroom. So just a little bit of advice there. Always set up your Google Sites with Google Analytics. And if you need help with that, I would love to have you guys reach out to us on Twitter at Ask the Tech Coach. Be more than happy to help you set all that stuff out. But using Google Sites, using Google Newsletters as a tool to collect data just as equally as effective 
as using teacher surveys. The third thing I wanted to mention today is PD sessions themselves, right? My first year in my previous position, we had our January PD day, and basically we put out a survey to the teachers saying, who would like to lead a PD session, and what topics would you like to lead? Now, clearly you're not going to get a lot of people interested in this, but you are going to get your go-getters. I mean, I think out of a faculty of, you know, 200 or something teachers, we had, you know, 16 or 17 teachers sign up and say, we would like to lead a session in this topic. And it was great. We had teachers from all throughout the, the K-12 spectrum. And through that, we were able to put together a nice, meaningful morning of professional development that was created by teachers, for teachers, from teachers. And so don't overestimate the fact that, you know, as a tech coach, it might not be your role to teach every single thing. Always look to see who your leaders are, who your rock stars are, who your generals are, and help you figure out what they can do for you. After all, if they look great, then your district looks great, and everybody has a good time. So in a little recap here, we have our teacher surveys. We have our weekly newsletters. We have inviting teachers to lead PD. So what's the fourth one here, my friends? We know that as tech coaches, part of our job is to go into classrooms. And most of the time, we go into classrooms when we're asked. A teacher finds us and says, can you help me build something or can you help me do a lesson? And of course, we're always happy to do that. But what about just approaching a teacher and saying, hey, um, you know, I've done this great third grade lesson over here in that particular building. Can I come into your room? Can I try this lesson with your kids? I know you guys are doing the, the same thing or something similar. Can I spend time with you and your teachers? Invite yourself in. See what you can do with that. And I think sometimes teachers might be a little taken aback by it. But also, I think the more you start to do those kinds of things, teachers will appreciate it more. And you can also then use that as a learning experience. I know with me, whenever I'm working with students in other classrooms, yes, it is a time for me to work with students, but I'm really working with the adults. I'm really working with the teachers and trying to help them in that passive way that it doesn't look like a lesson, but it really is that way to model what's going on. And that's a great way to figure out what the teachers are doing it's a great way to figure out what applications people are comfortable with, what kind of lessons are going on. And I always tried to, def I always tried to find that one lesson that I could do in all of my elementary buildings in the same grade, just to keep everybody on the same page. And of course, if I'm doing one lesson seven or 800 times, it's easier for me to plan versus doing seven or 800 different lessons. Now, what happens when you're finished those lessons? Here's the last thing that I can think of uh, in, in how to involve teachers in their professional learning process, and that is simply to have meaningful conversations with them. Now, what do I mean by meaningful conversations? By meaningful conversations, I mean after you're done your lesson. Talk to them. How are they doing? What are they working on? What are their challenges? What are their goals? What are their kids like doing? I find, you know, two or three minutes here or there is so important for not only the communication between you and your teachers, but the communication and conversations that happen when you're not in the building, when you're not around. You know, teachers will go to other teachers and say, hey, that tech coach is really, really nice. He or she came in and did this, 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 and this, and I had a great time. Those conversations go a long way, right? 
Because it's hard to have these conversations. You don't necessarily want to do it in the hallways. You certainly don't want to be doing it in the lunchroom. And you don't want to have these awkward conversations in the wrong time and spot. But if you have an opportunity to talk to a teacher about what they're doing and really get them excited about things, now you can start to ask them some of the more leading and important questions that you can then take back when you're in your office and when you're doing your, you know, your technology council meetings and whatnots to try to figure out how to build your technology integration plan, your technology integration roadmap, and really future professional development sections. So just to recap here, ways that we can involve our teachers in our digital learning process. Number one, use applications like Kahoot and Google Forms to take surveys, informal or formal surveys. Use your weekly newsletters to push people into your tech coaching um, training sessions, your, your online courses, your websites, your, your, your video tutorials, anything that we can do to push teachers onto our learning platforms is good. Invite those same teachers that you're working with to lead PD sessions. Bring them into the conversations. Spend some time with them outside of the classroom and inside of the classroom, seeing what's going on and asking them questions about what they enjoy doing in the classrooms and what is successful with their students. And then last but not least, have meaningful conversations with them. Guys, these are just my examples. They're not all the examples in the world. I want to know what your examples are. There's, of course, several great ways that you can reach out and be a part of this show and all of our shows on TeacherCast. You can find us at askthetechcoach.com. Check out all of our podcasts, our blogs, download our free resources, and don't forget to sign up for our TeacherCast Tech Coaches newsletter that you can find at the bottom of this and all of the blog posts in our TeacherCast archives. We are not finished yet talking about tech integration plans. We still have two more episodes this month. Next week on episode 67, we're going to be talking about the importance of having school district buy-in with your ed tech integration plan. We talked about what the plan is. We talked about how to get set up. Today, we're talking about how to get your teachers involved. And next week, we're going to talk about having your entire school district buy-in when you finally start to create this plan and roll at your vision. And then finally, on episode number 68, we're going to talk about what happens after you draft that EdTech integration plan. And we're going to do a nice roundup and wrap up of everything happening here in October. So I hope you're having a great time with these shows. I'd certainly love to hear some support. Don't forget to give us some great reviews over on Apple Podcasts and wherever you guys subscribe to your show. Or leave a comment in the bottom of this blog post over at askthetechcoach.com. This is episode number 66. Of course, if you like this show, please share it with all of your friends and other tech coaches. We would love to help you guys help out each other. So that wraps up episode number six of the 66 of the Ask the Tech Coach podcast. On behalf of everybody here in the TeacherCast Educational Network, my name is Jeff Bradbury, reminding you to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students. You've been listening to the TeacherCast Educational Network, hosted by Jeff Bradbury. Please reach out to the show with all of your questions on Twitter at TeacherCast or online at www.teachercast.net. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And please take a moment to write a review in the App Store.